Welcome back. It's a brand new episode of Shellheads. I'm Sergio, your host. I'm here with Jeff, your host. And we are fresh off of our special bonus episode. How's it going, Jeff? It's going really well, Sergio. How's it going for you? It's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty great. Pretty great. Uh, I, I don't really have any complaints right now. Yeah. Yeah, I, write, I, write that I, down. I, that's, that's a, you heard it here first, folks. That is a Shellheads first. <laughs> no complaints. Mark, mark this day on your calendars because it will never come again. Yeah, it's, it's like it's been a good, it's been a good two weeks. Um, we, it's, it is character spotlight time. Uh, mm-hmm. and we, we did kind of change it up. So if, if you didn't hear the Kevin Eastman episode that we just did, uh, we explain why we're changing it and we changed it, but we'll get to who we changed it to after we get through our first two segments. The first of which is it's time. Wait, crap. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What time is it? It's time to check what's in that bodacious box. Oh, well, well, this is the second episode in a row. I have nothing in my box. So I, I guess that just tells you that I'm poor now. Uh, Jeff, what, you got anything? Uh, I would just say you know, find another place to keep your wallet so your wife and your kids don't find your money. It's funny that you think they spend my money. It's all I me. Mean, it's all me. Just throwing it is? Oh, at, well. at Viacom. See, well, maybe. Um, <laughs> so from time to time, I will per- peruse the eBay in search of unique things. And I came across something that I just really could not pass up. Um, and uh, I got it for you know way less than the guy was uh, charging for it. I got a Ninja Turtles 3 movie press kit promo pack. What? Uh-huh. Send me so, a link to this. Okay. And I'm going to tell the folks listening, like, what? what is this? What is this magical thing that you speak of? Okay. That thing, this thing, this thing is cool. Yeah. So basically what the promotional press kits are, you know, they would send the studios would send uh, uh, detailed information, pages and stuff about the movie, what's what's going on with it and, you know, who all is involved and so on and so forth. They would also send uh, black and white printed photos uh, to, you know, uh, for any kind of print stuff. Um, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day or, you know, to advertise, um, I don't want to say maybe to the, they probably sent those to theaters too. Maybe I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Um, but what was really cool about this was that original photo slides were included. And so there are seven color slides that I could take to my local, um, you know, uh, camera place and they could turn them into prints for whatever size I want. Um, I haven't, uh, you know, dived into these. There was, there were supposed to be eight. Um, they didn't say that there were eight in the thing, but it, there were, you know, eight slots. Um, so I'm kind of curious what's missing. Um, 
but uh like on the front it has the uh of the folder it has the poster artwork and on the back it has you know tangent materials three new line cinema um so this i have a number of these for different things like warner brothers cartoons and um i recently got in one for captain and the game master and i've never seen also related to turtles three because uh, our boy matt hill was the voice of captain n and suit actor for Raphael. um so i've never seen these photos um outside anywhere so on the back on some of them they would have you know the studio of the year you know the uh, date and phone numbers to contact you know people and stuff to get press materials and all in fantastic condition so this makes me very happy that is a really cool get yeah that's a really cool get i i i like that a lot i figured you would and uh i'm, I'm just trying to do a a quick search to find out what what if it, how available those things are and there are no other ones on ebay no other ones. There, are, some of the press photos in that kit are on eBay, but mm. not not the whole kit itself. That's that's a fantastic get. Good job. Yeah, thank you. And there's a lot of places like in California, uh, a lot of those different uh, like movie uh, movie stores and stuff that carry uh, stuff like this um, that I've gotten from you know before and so on and so forth, and they would just reprint. You know, they would have the, the slides and they would just reprint different photos. Like, what are you looking for? And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And to have that kind of archive to pull from, but but to actually have, you know, a press kit. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's really nice. I, uh, yeah, outside of the, my regular comics, I haven't really gotten anything. So, but I have stuff coming. That counts, right? Sure. There's, sure. there's stuff on the way. Uh, actually, I, Reed, his wife, uh, bought me some, uh, Mutant Mayhem, like, lemon square things. Those little I, cake things? Little cake things. The cake yeah. bite things. And, uh, they're actually pretty good. Huh. Pretty good. Are you actually liking cake? Uh, yes, yes. Well, snack cake. Like, that's probably the right way to serve cake because a snack cake suggests that it's garbage mm. so when you have a good snack cake it's surprising when you have a I mean, good it, cake then you're just lying there are no really good cakes see again i don't agree with any of that <laughs> none of it like snack none cakes are the most honest version of a cake well, i guess it helps in this case that the entire cake square is surrounded by icing Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they had these at our local grocery store for yeah. ever. Yeah, well, I wasn't planning on even buying any of them because, you know, I don't need cake. But she got she got she got them for me. because She's like, hey, look, turtle stuff. And and so I, I tried them and they're not bad. And they're in like <clears throat> the actual uh, cakes are individually wrapped inside. So mm-hmm. one of those is going in the turtles cabinet. Oh, Wow. Yeah, uh, her hermetically sealed. I hope it's it's sealed like it's individually wrapped. Yeah, but. and like like is and has like turtles, you know, mutant mayhem branding on the outside of it. Like it it, it looks like something you would buy at a convenience store. Like, wouldn't it be better to eat all of the cake and just put the wrapper in there? No, because then it's just garbage. 
uh, I don't get it. <laughs> that's like that's <laughs> like saving the turtles' hostess fruit pies. It's like you know what? I'm adventurous. I feel adventurous today. <laughs> How I old no is intention, that? I have no <laughs> intention on ever eating it, but I'm not gonna like. I don't want an empty can of uh, Turtles Chef Boyardee from the 90s. I want a full, intact can. See, that's so freaking weird to me. Just I, I don't want an empty box of cereal from the 90s. I want a box of cereal from the 90s. Oh, wow. I'm not going to eat any of it. As I say, stay tuned uh, for the next episode of Shellheads when you find out what expired food is Sergio <laughs> collecting next. I, I would love to have some expired food. Let's move on. Uh, th- that's for it for what's in, our, that's what's in our <laughs> box. Uh, Jeff, what's next? It's time for Secret of the News! Yeah, news. News. Uh, we're still kind of in a post-movie lull when it comes to, to, to news, but there is there's some juicy stuff in here. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm going to let you go first. What news topic would you like to talk about, Jeff? Uh, let's see here. Uh, the loyal subjects are at it again, uh, <laughs> if you remember. They are uh, releasing the IDW uh, Turtles. They've done a couple of releases, and they've got individuals, and they got didn't they do like a big pack, like motorcycles and all kinds of other stuff? And yeah, um, but this time they're going after the Shredder. So, in other words, more things for Rust to buy. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll be pleased pleased with this one, though. It's th- this this one's pretty cool. He looks really freaking good. Like I've been happy with all the IDW ones. Like, I, I've got mine pre-ordered. I don't know if I'm going to actually buy them, though. Like, because, like, the art on them, like, the sculpt seems fine. It's just, they look cheap. Mm. They look real cheap. I mean, they don't look, you know, that bad. Um, I mean, it's 20 bucks. It's kind of standard for a 6-inch action figure-ish. Yeah. It's I don't know I don't know I don't know but yeah this one looks cool uh, if I end up getting the turtles I'll probably end up getting the shredder too that's just what I do and 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 good on them the just like laser targeting the uh, the versions of the turtles and the side characters that people are kind of secretly wanting really badly so. Yeah and like you know it, it's kind of hard to believe they just kind of started out as like oh let's just kind of copy. You know what's been done. Let's get the '80s turtles, then let's do a little bit of that, and they kind of like kind of have slowly started drifting into mirage territory a little bit. Uh, yeah, and then kind of expanding on that. So it's it's very fascinating to see how far they've come from their kind of I would say their humble beginnings. <laughs> I don't know how humble their beginnings were. They are a big. They're a manufacturer of toys. So yeah. But they're 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 putting the work in. Yeah, I'll give them that. Um, give let's the next talk, piece. Mm. I was <laughs> gonna say let's talk more. Let's talk more figures. Um, the first thing I want to say is uh, we're getting another mutant mayhem pop. Uh, this time it's gonna be Ray Fillet. Right. Uh, 
apparently he's already starting to show up on shelves in places. Uh, Funko is branding him as a 2023 fall convention limited edition. So it doesn't specify what convention, but I think it's New York Comic Con is New York Comic Con because it has a little Statue of Liberty on the sticker. doesn't matter. I think these are going to be available in in a very limited, you know, supply nationwide at retailers that carry these things sometimes. They're already on eBay if you really just want to go buy one. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, he almost doesn't look like a pop figure. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. More figure news. Uh, someone snapped a picture of a Playmates like display at something and it looks like we're getting re-releases of the 2k3 figures yeah uh which is uh, i'm just gonna throw that into the 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 it's about time department um hopefully they're pretty good i i hope they're they're accurate sculpts you know they're or at least you know accurate plastic types and stuff because they're, they're, their colors have been off on some of the, the, the newer re-releases. The, it's just been a little sloppy. Yeah. And those figs look too good to be sloppy. Yeah, they do. Uh, what do you think? I think so. Like, just from, it's kind of hard to tell from the image. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, because it's, you know, camera and zoom and blah, 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 blah. Um, the packaging looks... Uh, I want to say on point, but the logo is like to the right of the. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I, I think that this might was kind of like be... a sloppy put together quick. Yeah. Uh, deal like it's like you see Donatello and I was like, why is the turtles logo to the side of the bubble? That, that can't be final. It, it can't. It can't be. Also, those cards are wrong. Yeah, that, that, that card art is wrong. If you remember, uh, the, the card art on the original four turtles were just their heads, like a big Leonardo head or a big yeah. Raphael head at the top of it. Yeah, those are that's there. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, that card art is wrong. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. OK, yeah, yeah, I got you now. Yeah. Now, that card art was used for secondary characters like Splinter and Shredder and April and all those. But for the turtles, they just used the big turtle heads. Maybe they're just doing like the generic. Oh, definitely. You know, that, that is deal. the that's the cheaper way to the, the, the cheaper way to do this. So, yeah. Uh, but this is officially a whole year late. If these well, no, they if they can get these out the door by the end of the year. They're still on time for the 20th anniversary. We need something, man, because that DVD set was a disaster. What a yeah. terrible celebration. Uh, so I guess keep your eyes peeled. Uh, in more Playmates news, we're also getting Wave 2 of the Mutant Mayhem figures from them. Uh, looks like they include Wingnut, uh, Scumbug, Genghis Frog and Mondo Gecko. Uh, I think that does that round out all of the mutants in Mutant Mayhem. I think so. What do you think of these? Well, oh, they're just uh, they look 
I think Genghis might be my favorite. It just looks so derpy. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, they're fine for what they are. You know, I'm, I'm not as hooked on those designs. Um, as some of the, you know, the other iterations, um, I mean, and that's to be expected. Like, not everybody's going to vibe with certain things. Um, you know, I'm kind of like used to my Mondo looking the way he does. But you know, he's not a bad yeah. looking. You know, not not all the stuff you know is, is bad looking. I just, I'm not going to hate on it. I'm just going to say I don't prefer certain versions. <laughs> is is the right way to uh, there you go to go about it. Um, it looks like the only, the only mutant of the Mutant Mayhem mutants that does not have a Playmates figure is Ray Filet. Yeah. Well, just get on the horn, get on the horn with Post Malone. Be like, hey. (laughs) Hey, Austin. Uh, yeah, and it should be noted that we, in, in this picture, Nowhere to be seen is an April O'Neil on her own card. I don't think we're going to get one because I think with this and this is just from my point of view. And I think we talked about this. Yeah. With kind of the backlash that the characters gotten. I was like, is anybody going to really buy the individual? So I, why not package her with somebody with something else? Which is you know, what, and, which is what they did. Yeah. And it's like you, you hate to even go that route but i mean and it's not that girl toys or female toys don't sell you know this isn't the 80s or the 90s but you didn't really see a lot of that stuff back then unless it was barbie yeah i mean now it's everywhere i mean all the oh hey black widow hey you know black cat blah 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 blah. you know a lot of female characters uh action figures are everywhere i like there's a pop figure. There's an mm-hmm. April Mutant Mayhem pop figure. So this seems to be a decision made by Playmates, not by Nickelodeon. Um, which I don't want to spend 50 bucks on that four pack. Or it's a one, two, three, four. Pack. It's a six pack just to get an April that is trapped inside of a, of a, of a van when I when I really just want her in her own package so uh, who knows it's not too late we might end up getting one but it's frustrating yeah it's frustrating um let's see do we have any other figure news um i don't think so yeah news is kind of trickling um shredder's revenge uh, as as you are well aware, as everyone's well aware, the has the DLC out, and uh, it, who knows if it's doing well. Uh, but what we do know is that it's being packaged with the original game and being sold as the anniversary edition uh, via the Kings of Limited Games, Limited Run Games. Yeah. And it is currently pre-orderable. And that is available for Switch. Xbox One, PS5, and PS4. Yeah. And it comes with, yet again, another free personal pan pizza, Pizza Hut coupon. <laughs> and art book and stickers. I love all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I honestly forgot what version I pre-ordered because I have already pre-ordered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was the. Let's see. I, I bought probably the PlayStation. Xbox, probably the Xbox. Four, probably. I don't know. Let me see. Yes, well, the now, Xbox. The Xbox One one. Okay. Well, now that I am a proud owner of a PlayStation Five. Uh, I'll be getting the PS5 version in addition to the Switch. Uh, now, as as I probably have said before, keep in mind that if you want to play that two players on PS5, you likely are going to have to have two PS5 controllers, even though PS4 controllers work on the system. Mm-hmm. Because that's stupid. It is stupid. That's why we have the Switch. What? That's why we have the Switch version. Boom, here's four controllers. Go. Oh. Ugh. Yeah, but then... But two Make of those it. controllers are Joy-Cons. So. No, we have multiple uh, uh, Pro controllers. Everybody's getting a big boy controller. Uh, well, maybe you at Warp Zone have that. I mean, I got that at my house. I mean, you get the... Why do you have cat. four... Why do you have four Pro controllers at your house? Well, one's a... Smash Brothers Limited, one in, uh, one's the original, and two are Monster Hunters. Oh, okay. So it's not because you intend on having four people at your house. It's because you're a collector. Okay. That well, makes it's, sense. It, well, I, I've, I've heard it both ways. <laughs> you can pre-order it now. The window to purchase this is... I don't know... The pre-order window will close October 15th, so you've got a little bit of time. Now, it's also likely, just like the first the first release, that it will show up on, you know, all over GameStop, Amazon, you know, because they'd be crazy not to do that. Yeah. But if you want to just go ahead and secure and lock yours in now, this is uh, the way to go. And they have uh, regular and, you know classic editions which i like the vhs cover for this one better than i did the, the previous one so yeah i'm i did not go with any of the extra bonus crap yeah uh you can get it for 35 bucks which isn't bad um next piece of news we have a bunch of paramount plus news actually uh mm-hmm. first up the original movies have all been released on paramount plus hmm all four of them. So I, I guess I don't know if they're still on Netflix or not, but maybe those contracts are over and now they're just moving back home. I don't know. But you can watch those now. Also on Paramount Plus is the 1987 series. Uh, they released the first two seasons uh, on the service. And it doesn't take much of a Google search for you to re- uh, find a slew of people complaining about it. And what are they complaining about, Sergio? Apparently, it looks like trash. Well, I mean, it's it it's what it wasn't it wasn't done on film, was it? Mm, no, well, at some at some point. Well, no, that no, no, it's no, no. I take that back. It's all hand drawn animation. Yes, it's all filmed. Yeah, like. <laughs> Sometimes when they mess up turtles, it's because of the resolution. Sometimes it's the frame rate. Sometimes it's this. Sometimes it's that. This time, apparently, the color correction is way off. Ooh. 
yeah, because like the the image, some of the images that I've seen, I was like, why does Raphael look like Michelangelo? Yeah, like it's just very uh, like the colors are kind of washed out compared to say uh, the DVD releases where the colors are a bit more vivid. Yeah, the the biggest problem with the DVDs is that they cram too many episodes on multiple discs. You know, uh, too few discs. Yeah. Well, and they did 12 a, episodes of disc. I'm like, no, don't do that. Well, and they did a, a poor job of just there's a lot of artifacts like from the scan. Like mm-hmm. it, it clearly was just kind of thrown together, yeah. uh, at least the earlier discs. Um, but for the entire if 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 the color problems are on the entire series, that's a really hilarious thing to mess up on your premier yeah. streaming service, Paramount. But I'm, I'm going to, of course, say the same thing I've said about every version of watching this is like, whatever's the easiest way for you to watch this, just watch it. Yeah. If you have Paramount Plus and you're like, oh, dude, old turtles, it's hard to complain if you're already paying for that service. Mm-hmm. And this just pops up, you know. If you're looking for a way to watch it, this probably isn't the best way. Yeah. Um, uh, But. It's a way. Yeah, because I honestly like I don't see them going in and spending all the money to remaster 193 episodes. You're right. (laughs) You're right. Unless now unless some company in Germany uh, does it because I've got one for He-Man and it looks incredible. don't, Don't don't backdoor some German company name is like i'm good friends with the creator of this company no i'm just saying he personally hand stamps every single dvd i've got a he-man and the masters of the universe and shira princess of power box set and they upscaled everything it looks gorgeous i've never seen that show look that good if you if you told me it was an upscale or we it wasn't not, an upscale we, we, we are not I'd call you a liar. paid advertisers for any dvd companies i didn't even mention a name I just said it in Germany. <laughs> you notice that? You notice that? Look, take notes, hey, take like, notes, kids. It's like you got media training over the week. Hey. <laughs> so I always had media training. Anyway, if that happens, I I I I, I kind of doubt it would happen. But crazier things have happened. It it, it will never happen because the market is already flooded with ways to watch these things. Like I mean, the audience that they're catering to, they, some countries can't access this entertainment, though. Actually, uh, that, and yeah, I guess if you're doing it for Germany, then that would be the only excuse, because the audience they would be catering to here is tiny. I don't know, so tiny. One more piece of Paramount Plus news. I'm gonna let you take this one. Ooh, uh, where is it? It's the it's the the Tails logo. Ah, uh, we get our first look at the uh, TV series spinoff from uh, Mutant Mayhem called Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it just in true Mutant Mayhem fashion, it looks on point to be just scribbles on you know in the edges of some teenager's notebook. It's and rad. I absolutely it's love real it. Real red. It is. It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, 
and the it's it's advertised as coming in 2024. Yeah, which is great news. I did not want to have to wait forever for more, uh, you know, mutant mayhem turtles. Yeah. So 2024 is that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, this is good news. I mean, of course, that's probably a tentative date. We don't know when in 2024. Uh, a lot of the strikes in Hollywood are kind of getting resolved. So, um, well, I the the reason I we'll, I, we'll I, see. I I I'm pretty sure that date is going to stick is because the episodes would have to have been written a long time ago for this to to to, to come out next year because they would also have to already have all of the voice acting in the can. All of that is 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 front loaded when you're making a television show. So likely all of that work was done well before the strikes even started. Mm-hmm. And they've just been animating it, you know, since then. That's why I believe the 2024 for date. Now, anything that they, you know, try to start up or maybe even a season 2 of this during the strikes, then yeah, I I can see season 2 taking an extra year because of it. But season one, I believe, I believe it. It really depends. Animation can be complicated uh, at times. Like even so- sometimes, like the animation is not even finished before they record it, and vice versa. So it could be any number of things. Well, yeah. The, 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 typically, the 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 um, voice acting is first. Yeah. Which tells me the voice acting was done a long time ago. If could they're be. shooting for next year. Could be. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's cool. That makes me happy. Makes me very happy. Yeah. Getting and, a new, new game and getting a new show and, you know, let's, let's go. Let's hope it's all top quality. Yep. Yep. And that is it, Jeff. Light uh, week. Yeah. Yeah. I Watch guess the last thing, the last thing I want to say about it, that, that television show is, um, it is branded as Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which yeah. is a fantastic callback to the comic books. And the second time we've gotten a, a television show named Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and I love how the lettering of Tales kind of looks like Jim Lawson's art a little. Okay, okay. Like, did you, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as I was like, hey, I kind of I dig that. It would be cool. Like, I doubt it's going to be like, how cool would it be if it was like certain episodes were different art styles? There's no way. <laughs> there is yeah, no way. That would be too crazy, but it would be very cool to see. Have to create an animation Bible for every episode. Oh, that would be too much of a headache. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, um, anything else before we move on to our main topic? Mm. No, it's just I I tried looking for more stuff. It's just not not much of anything else. Well, hey man, one, two, three, four. Well, that's, that's like almost ten stories. That's enough. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Well, as always, before we get to our main topic, it's time for a little breaky break. <laughs> and we're back. All right, Jeff. Uh, it's without further ado, it's, it's, it's time for our main topic. Uh, and, and what would that be this week? It is a character spotlight of whom 
our boy Krang. Yeah. Yeah, we somehow dropped the ball and didn't do a Krang spotlight in the first 124 episodes. So uh, I, I guess now, now it's better than never, huh? Right? This is true. Yeah. So Krang it is. Uh, and we're uh, we, we kind of have to talk about Krang in the, the context of the Utrams, right? You know, because uh, in the grand scheme of things, we didn't get that very many versions of the character until recently. And before we can talk about all of those, you know, the newer versions, we kind of have to talk about origins. And it doesn't take much research or even logic to determine that the Krang character as as, you know, a character was based on the Utrams from the comic books. Yeah. Yeah, like that that's that's easy to figure out. Uh, but he's distinctly different in, in you know in a lot of ways. The the Utrams of course were good guys in the comic books or at least at the very at the very least neutral. Uh the 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 you know Krang as he's portrayed in the 87 cartoon was a warlord who had an entire army of rock soldiers. So uh, that's, you know, a chief difference. But let's talk about the first appearance of Krang, which, of course, is the original 87 cartoon. Our boy. What stands out about that guy? For me, it was like, uh, is that a wad of bubble gum with arms? (laughs) (laughs) This is disgusting. I love it. Um. And then eventually you you see him in this hulking giant like dude bro uh, android you know mechanical robot body and I was like that that's one of the coolest things I've seen as a kid because like I was obsessed with robots and you know mecha and stuff like that so I was like this is really cool um that that signature robot body man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I always thought he was one of the, the most uh, inventive character models, because, of yeah. course, at this point, I wasn't familiar with the Utrams in any way. It was just, you know, a kid's cartoon with a you know, with a really weird looking and weird sounding bad guy. And uh, it, it's just a very inventive way to build a, a, a character. You know, he's a, he's a he's a brain, but he lives in the belly of a of, of, of a robot. You know, they could have put him in the brain of the robot or in the chest of the robot, but no, they chose the belly. Yeah. You know, they, they could have gone with a character that wasn't based on the Utrams. He didn't have to be in there at all. Like they, they, they really took the, 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 the freakish nature of the Utram character, uh, you know, character model and kind of really leaned into it with that original Krang. Yeah. It was very much like Frankenstein's monster esque kind of meets like muscle bound dude bro punk wrestler wrestler like they, the wrestler's the word yep yeah yep. like they kind of combined all these amazing elements um i i wish i wish that david wise was still here um uh, to talk to about like to figure out like hey who designed you know who designed this whose idea was it you know, where'd you get your inspiration? Um, 
for this character. And he probably got it from all of that, you know, as a, Oh, well let's, let's, let's put a, a, a brain dude in the stomach of a pro wrestler. Uh, you know, <laughs> in the stomach. Of, yes. In the stomach of a pro wrestler. That's exactly what, because if you were to tell me that like, that's uh, like, like Hulk Hogan, he's, you know, cause he is yellow and red. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, okay, all right. If, if you told me that was an influence here, I'd believe it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, he's, and the real icing on the cake of that original character is the voice. Yeah, Pat Fraley. Yeah, I did, I did not know who that was, but, uh, they could have gone again with any voice. It could have been a, you know, a deep foreboding voice. It could have been a, you know, a, a, a much more cool or dude bro-y voice or they could have done anything. It could have been screechy. It could have been, you know, skeletorish, but no, they went with this weird high pitched whine. Yeah. That had uh really odd, almost an odd uh, delivery of a lot of the lines. You know, there was, there's, there's like a, a guttural, like to, to, to yeah, some of it. Like, kind of croaking type. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like so much creativity went into that original Krang. It, it's it's wild to think that we just thought, oh, he's a bad guy. It's like, no, like if you break him down, he's freaking weird. Yeah, and you know, it's it's the it's the voice actor's job to bring you know those these characters to life, and it's like it's it's an interesting just case study at like how do they come up with these voices so it was like let me just try something and that's what it is so he almost looks like a weird you know frog the piece of the frog tongue i don't know it's just hard to explain you yeah, know what i mean yeah it, like it, it, it's hard to explain his character and and also end the sentence with but it's kind of charming yeah. <laughs> because it is it is kind of charming uh and, and and that's really one thing that every other version of the character has not captured the charm of that original Krang. There have been much more violent, much more uh, scary and frightening versions of Krang. There, there have been uh, much more competent versions of Krang, but none of them have the same just pulp to it, you know? Yeah. Um, what else you got to say about that Krang before we move on? So I was kind of like obsessed with the character, like just that, you know, just that the, the Android body one and stuff. And I was like, so as soon as I saw that toy on the shelf at Walmart, I was like, I gotta have this. And I can't remember if I got it for like a birthday or christmas or something but you know i still got it i don't know where the, who knows where that box is it's probably long gone um but i've got him on my uh entertainment center with the uh 2003 turtles <laughs> <laughs> um because i don't know where all the other ones are but um i always hated fighting him in the video games because when he would kick you man he would kick you halfway across that screen yeah yeah, oh, it drove me nuts, and especially when he broke in half. Um, in in Turtles three, that oh, yeah. We oh, we also failed to mention that 
his ability to grow to the size of a building is kind of a game changer. Yeah, that you know, look, that that first season is just gold, and seeing that, like, that would have been a really cool, you know, thing to have like in a game to have gone into his shoulder joint, like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Let's just like go inside and like destroy, you know, the the um, amplification circuit from the inside. That would have been cool. I think they did that in the in a fan game. Um, yeah, Retro Palooza, Rescue Palooza, or whatever. Um, but yeah, just your typical, just, just lay into your, you know, typical sci-fi movie tropes. Uh, and I, I love it. I just, I love all those just cheesy, uh, you know, cheesy movies that they just kind of crammed into all these, you know, ideas and designs and stuff. And, um, he was way more menacing in those, those first, uh, five episodes. Like he was kind of like, I was like, well, this guy's kind of scary. Uh, like his hands turn into like freaking axes now. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Like, and I, I kind of hate it got away from that because like in any given episode, he could have showed up in that robot body, Android body, whatever, and just totally <laughs> just total the turtles. True, true. But I, I guess they, they, they kind of just turned him into a guy in the chair, right? Yeah. Which, uh, I get it. I get it. Like Shredder is is front and center, you know. Maybe it's like if you've got you've got his guy. He's like, hey, we got a guy. I was like, okay, this is the guy we got for the guy. He's the bouncer, you know. He's the muscle, and I wanted to see him flex his muscle. It's not actually uh, muscle, Jeff. It's 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 a robot. Robot muscles. <laughs> that would make him a cyborg. You've we seen the Terminator. You've we seen talked the Terminator. about this. You got the muscles. Like he is an by definition, he's an android. He is a robot with a human appearance. Semantics. He's also not a robot because he's controlled by a a living being. So he's I guess he would be a mech. Yeah, Hmm. it's all up in the air, whatever. Uh, So after that version of Krang, we he, he really just goes on hiatus for a very long time. Right. Uh, the the Utrams, of course, who he's based on, do reappear in in both comic form and in uh, television form. Mm-hmm. S- you know, seeing as the 2K3 series had the Utrams in it, and ultimately had Shirell, which was kind of the 2K3 version of Krang. Like, if if we're really being uh, nitpicky here, he he kind of serves the same purpose. But ultimately, it's not Krang. It's just a just an Utrum. We really don't see another version of Krang until after the sale to Nickelodeon or in, in, in our phase three. Right. And of course, that's when all of these other creators are, are granted permission to, to, to write stories. Uh, and many of them grew up reading and they're watching, you know, watching the turtles or reading comics or basically their source material very much in their mind has Krang is a, is, is, is a big deal. And so the first version we get is the Krang in IDW and the Krang in IDW is very similar to the Krang in, uh, the original cartoon, except he's not like, he's not, 
connected to the Shredder really in in any tangible way until much later on. And, you know, we're not going to go into the most recent stuff. Uh, there's been a lot of a lot of different character arcs for the Krang character. Uh, but we will talk about what we've already talked about. So, Jeff, what, what did what do you think of the Krang in IDW? Dude, like he's like super terrifying. Like you really don't want to mess with him. Like he is exactly what he needs to be. He will destroy you and where you live <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else that you know. It just, dude, it's like it's they took that that menacing look even though it's kind of hard to be menacing wearing a giant red diaper um, <laughs> or giant red underpants, if you want to be technical about it. Um, but I, I love that they, they went a different direction with it. And it's like, I, I don't want to face this guy in a dark alley. You know, I mean, the face looks Super terrifying. It looks like like Darth Vader with his helmet off and just the breather on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, like what he has no do... remorse, none. So they combine no, Shrell, not. Shrell and uh, you know, Utram Shredder with with this. So that's a nice uh, you know combining of the two elements. Like. The character development or the, the, the narrative that they weave into his backstory, making him basically the savior of of uh, his of, of utronium, utronium, I can never say that word. You know, he has made it his quest to find a new home for his for his people. And while that is a noble quest and something that he absolutely should be doing, the downside is, is he's absolutely evil and is willing to do willing to do anything to make that happen. Yeah. So by definition, he's a much more complex character now in IDW because you're kind of rooting for what he's trying to do. You know, you, you don't want his people to go extinct but you also don't want him to destroy Earth trying to create a new planet for them. So the, the, the writers did a really good job of framing it in a way that it's it, much like Thanos. It, you kind of you understand where he's coming from, but it's hard to agree with his methods. And that, that's a much like that's a that's a villain that I would much rather read than just some someone who's just blindly evil. Yeah. So I, I very much appreciate the Krang, uh, the, the Krang character in uh, IDW and the Utrams like in IDW, they, they, they do a good job of com combining the Krang character with the Utram race from the original comics. So so it's like. Originally, these two things were detached from each other, and IDW has found a way to glue them together and for it to make sense in the story they're telling. Like, almost so well that it feels like that's just the new canon now. Yeah. You know, he's a warlord who's looking for a new place to live, and his people are the Utrams. And uh, f further versions of the character 
have kind of taken the same route. Like the, the next major version of Krang or slash the Krang uh, is in 2012. Uh, that that cartoon and where we don't technically get a character named Krang instead of it being the Utrams, an entire race of beings are called the Krang. Uh, and, and they, they operate very much like a hive mind, or at least that's what we're led to believe up front. Uh, of course we, we very recently, uh, covered the, uh, the, the reveal of the Utrams in the 2012 series. And that is, what you know th- that's what originally was the krang so it, it was it was a it was a really welcomed retcon that actually brought it closer to the idw uh, origin that that you know we had seen a few years earlier what are your we've talked a lot about them but what are your what's your stance on the 2012 uh krang so as much as i love the 80s one uh i'm gonna go ahead and have to say that the 2012 krang is my absolute favorite because not not only do i love the designs uh that just have that classic cheesy sci-fi look to it it's the freaking speak man it's just like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they, they have the worst it's like what are you where are you learning your english from you know it's like you, none of these sentences are you know held together very well and it works so perfectly and nolan north just gives us an absolute incredible performance he had to have had the time of his life in that recording booth doing these voices oh i i can i can see that it's 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 a fun voice just to just to just to say like you, you you're always popping on here going ah, that's crank that that you know and i'm so. and i'm gonna do it right now my favorite line uh one of my favorite lines is that crank is on the diet known as the gluten-free and i was like what is that <laughs> <laughs> that's good writing children that's what that is yeah yeah, and, and I just laughed my head off so much at those early seasons. But as you go, as you progress further, I'm like, oh, where the Krang? No, I need my fix. Yeah, yeah, and and the like, Ciro and his team did a really good job of the design of the Krang. Like, you have the turtles, who of course are green in in uh on Earth. With, which has a lot of earthy tones and grays and greens and, and, you know, really down to earth kind of look to most of that show. The Krang are such bright pink and bright purple and metallic gray that <clears throat> they're able to hint that something is Krang, like, like Krang tech without even saying the word Krang. It, you, you can just tell by the design that yeah. this is something from the alien species we are already familiar with. Yeah. And they just, they look fantastic on screen. They sound fantastic on screen. The, the retcon later in the series is a, well, it, it wasn't necessary, but it's absolutely welcome because it gives us uh Bishop. It gives us more characters uh, to digest that are Utrams, which is, one of the anchors of the original comics, Utrams themselves. So it, 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 it 
really brought home the idea that this series is a melting pot of every version of the turtles. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really think I have any complaint like the only complaints I might have is Krang prime, you know, they, they did a good job of explaining Krang prime and what's, what that's all about. And, you know, I, I just don't know if I like Roseanne Barr being Krang yeah. prime. I, I, it just didn't do it for me. Yeah. I mean, you, you got Gilbert Godfrey and that's kind of all you needed. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, he was just pitch perfect. And now 80s, 80s Krang shows up a little later. We haven't gotten to that yet, but that happens in uh, season four. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing uh, that episode. That's true. I, it's, I think it's like the next episode that we need to watch. <laughs> oh, man. See, we could have watched that. <laughs> oh, we could have watched it. Um, yeah, that, that again, th- that that the Krang as a as a as a race, they have a charm that is distinctly different from Krang, the character. And it's uh, and this one is spelled with two A's. Yeah, the Krang. Yeah. Um, Krang, of course, does show up in uh, a lot of the crossovers. He was in the Batman team and T crossover. Uh, at one point, uh, he was in the Power Rangers crossover. Like he, he is seen at b- because that original ca- cartoon is so iconic, and it's what everyone remembers. The assumption is that if you're if you're making a turtle story that you're aiming at the masses, you have to have the Krang, yeah. or not, or you have to have Krang. So. Seeing him show up is is like it's always a welcome thing. The like the next big version of the character uh, is Commander Krang from TMNT Out of the Shadows. Yeah. And I'm going to stop short of saying he's a swing and a miss. Mm-hmm. But he did. De- he definitely fouled off a few balls here. Like. I get what they were going with with the design and the, the, the acting and the, the character work of, of Krang in out of the shadows. I just don't think they captured the, the feel of the original, which is really what they were trying to do. Yeah. Like him popping out of the stomach all the time. I was like, just stay in there. Just, just stay in there. You, you you can't breathe on earth. Just don't do that. It just (laughs) drove me nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like he he was impressive, like on a technical special, like 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 he he the character design of Krang looked better than the character design of the turtles. But that's because he's supposed to look freakishly gross. Yeah. You know, like that's 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 canon. He's supposed to be uh, creepy looking. But uh, and and I was impressed at the, the the arsenal that he had on his android body. Yeah. But it was a bit too over the top for the story they were telling. And I've said this numerous times, but if I saw this movie when I was nine, I probably would have thought it was amazing. And I probably would have, you know, said that's the greatest Krang ever because it looks so gross. But 
you know, as as a as an adult who can look at a movie and say that's trash, uh, it it just kind of missed the mark. Yeah. Uh, but it's not like it missed the mark. And the movie was amazing. You know, it, it's it's it, it's not a strike against the movie itself. The movie was already out. You know, you know what what I say is like the those those Platinum Dunes movies aren't bad because of Megan Fox. She's perfectly fine. Like compared to those movies, this Krang is just perfectly fine. Yeah. You know, nothing to write home about. Uh, nothing truly distinct about him. It, like it's not like they drastically rewrote the character. Mm-hmm. Or anything, they they just kind of did their best to to create a cartoonish live action Krang, and I I guess if that's your if if that's your how you're measuring success, then you succeeded, dudes. Yeah, yeah. Um, just his like entry into that movie just felt so rushed and kind of yeah, like that was something that you could have built up over time. You know, it's like, why even have the Shredder show up? Like, eh. You know. <laughs> but. I mean, uh, who was who was the voice of him? Was it uh, a guy from um, uh, Brad Garrett from. Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. Oh, it was Brad Garrett. Oh, man. That's a pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good casting there. Yeah, it's, that's not bad. Yeah. But, yeah. Eh. Eh. Oh, here's some trivia that I did not know. Saturday Night Live alum, uh, Fred Armisen, was supposed to voice Krang in the film, but could not do it because of scheduling conflicts. That would have been a very different a very different Krang if Fred Armisen had voiced him. Uh... As as of today, there's really only one more major version of Krang. Uh, and are you familiar with which 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 one that is? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, and what that, would it be? That would be from the Rise of the TMNT movie. That's correct. Uh, and I actually watched that movie yesterday in preparation uh-huh. for this because I couldn't remember much about uh. I just couldn't remember much about those, you know, how they were, how Krang was portrayed in that movie. And it's kind of a nice uh, mixture of both Krang as a race and Krang as a character. Because Krang is introduced as, I I believe it was three Utrum looking brain beings that happen to be huge. But by the end of the movie, it had turned into I'm the leader of these dudes and I refer to myself as Krang. Yeah. You know, so it was kind of the best of both worlds there. Uh, and at, as I said, in, instead of them needing to be in these mech suits or these Android bodies, they were pretty, pretty awesome just by themselves. What'd you think of that Krang? Absolutely terrifying. Like it was just straight up. In animated form, I think this is probably the most menacing we've gotten. Um, because they just they they're they they were your typical. I don't care 
where we are. We're going to destroy everything and yes. assimilate everything. And um, I can't. There's some. There's some sci-fi horror movie that I can't remember the name of it, which they look very similar to, like Invasion or something like that. I can't. I'll remember it after we. You know, it, it was like it, it. That movie messed me up. <laughs> uh, yeah. so that I got vibes from that so if anybody remembers that movie uh, which I, I can't at the moment I don't know the life of me um, uh, let, let us know in on yeah. our socials yeah they, they really leaned into the uh, the brain tentacle aspect of it uh, and, and it and it came off as a bit Lovecraftian which is always very creepy and very uh, intimidating so uh, th- that was a, a like a like a really welcome change and, and it, it's a nice way to make the characters scary without having to put them into a big suit you know yeah the, the by the end of the movie the the head krang he is wearing the shredder suit that was already on earth but i'd argue he didn't need it <laughs> yeah um but it did but that version of the character slash characters d- still did fit into the uh, the whole warlord coming to take over a planet to use its resources and destroy like destroy the the lives that are there like it it's it still is an archetype that is familiar across the every version of Krang as a character and a and a race mm-hmm. so. The consistency with the character is very impressive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember the name of the movie. Okay. In- Invaders from Mars, 1986. Invaders from Mars. Okay. I've never heard of that. It was... I, I forget what channel I was on, and I was like, wow, this is really messed up. And so that you got a creature that looks... Very similar to to Krang. Okay, that's cool. Which I'm thinking, you know, I was like, hey, that was about the same time, you know, that the cartoon came out. So maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. So so like that's pretty much the important versions of Krang. Sure, there have been. Uh, versions of him that are spinoffs of the versions where he talked talked about like there's uh, it was a little bit of Krang in the in the Archie comic but those were of course based on the original cartoon and his characterization didn't change too much uh, they did some weird stuff with him like at one point he was like surgically attached to Shredder's head that was so weird so his head was up his butt or something yeah. Uh, weird yeah like uh but there really hasn't been any other significant versions of that character um let's talk about video games you you had already mentioned it a a little bit ago Uh, what about the video games video game krangs stood out oh man uh i just i never i as a kid i could never beat Krang in uh, Turtles 2 for NES. Like, it drove me nuts. Um, 
I remember the arcade one with the, uh, didn't he shoot? He shot laser out of, I, I, I should know this. He shot lasers out of his eyes. <laughs> um, it's been a little while since I played the arcade version. Um, um, he was always like, you know, I was like, Oh, well I'm, I'm kind of the, you know, the bouncer before you get to shredder. <laughs> yes. He's, he's the mid boss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I, I'd argue it should be the other way around. Exactly. But that's just me. Exactly. You know, Shredder is, of course, he's got to be the main event. Yeah. But if if we're going with who's in charge here, I, I kind of feel like the I feel like Krang is is the Emperor, and Shredder is Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Uh, as for toys, uh. The, like the the big holy grail for a lot of collectors is the giant Krang Krang's android body that you had you know referenced earlier. But the one the, the when it comes to the old action figures that m- most people were able to own, uh, there was Krang in his little bubble walker, which I believe is probably the most popular of all of them uh, when it yeah. comes to sales. Uh, and then there was Krang's android body. Yeah, and you had the super giant one, and then you had the 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 actual like figure size. Yeah, yeah, the one the one that scaled properly with the turtles. Uh, I I kind of like how weird the Krang in the Bubble Walker is because yeah. it's not a traditional just two arms, two legs. Here's an action figure. Like this is a it's a brain being that you can pull from his tiny little mech thing. Like it's, that's a cool fig. Yeah. I had that one. Yeah. As well. Uh, yeah. I, I have, I currently have the, the tiny Krang body. Like the, the, I, I don't have it on card, but I do have it in my, in my turtle cabinet. Nice. Uh, we've seen a lot of, uh, we, we, we've gotten a Krang in Android body from NECA. We've gotten, of course, uh, Super Seven stuff. Krang's even seen a a, a best action figure, like a, a few best action figures. Like he's he's one of the most popular characters, and it's we should not have waited this long. Yeah, to I do still need, a spotlight. I still, I still need to get that uh, best action figure, just the regular. He had been out of stock for a while, but now he's back, so I need to go ahead and like, yeah. snag that. Yeah, pull the trigger on that one. Yeah, put him up in the shelf. Before we before we shut this down, do you have anything else to say about Krang, Mang? Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> definitely not that. Um, he's definitely one of my favorite turtles, uh, bad guys. Um, and it's always just nice to see him, you know, showing up. Uh, you know, wherever. Um, I loved how in uh, Shredder's Revenge, like those the, those lead up fights, and like you know, at each each stage was, you know, they're they're putting Krang back together. And I was like, yep. I need I I need that figure, NECA or Best Action, whoever. If you decide to make a Shredder's Revenge, you know, don't don't put a don't put a piece of the body in, you know, 
multiple different figures. Don't do that. I don't want that. Just no, give me. They've never really done that. <laughs> the assembly required figure that uh, that I can just put together uh, exactly the way it's in the game because that was that was so much fun. Um, uh, I I really I really liked that. Um, he was always and he was always a blast to fight in the Turtles in Time. Uh, so just overall Good. fun, you know. It's a uh, going to be interesting to see what you know the future holds so as it was maybe krang's revenge is the next game no probably not and i was like well let's <laughs> let's get something different and new you know but uh yeah he's he's one of my favorites i love the toys he's just a cool fun character um i would love to see him in uh either a live action movie proper or you know an animated uh movie proper we we have seen him in a live action movie jeff like proper like we, we like th- he that done was a right proper movie <laughs> done eh, i mean that's uh, your definition of proper movie uh anything was, with michael bay's name on it needs to just it was not proper at least to theaters theatrically by a major movie company i mean a real real deal it's it may be bad but it's still proper yeah it's improper improper <laughs> Uh, that does it for Krang. Uh, what's next? Uh, <laughs> I need to make notes <laughs> next time on Shellheads. Okay, I'm actually going to give you a choice on the, this one. Oh, uh, choose your own turtle adventure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we, there are a couple directions that we can go with this. We can either... Watch the next part of the original cartoon, like part two of season five of the 87 cartoon, or we can start our journey through the image comics. Oh, don't do that to me because they're both enticing. Which one will I pick? Find out next time. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm not giving that away. I got to have time to think. Okay, fine. Then, then that, yeah, it's going to be one of those two. Uh, now, I do want to throw this out here, Jeff. The image comics that we would read are not just issues one through whatever. There's a whole preamble we got to get through before we can even get to the main series. Say what? Yeah, we would be reading all of Body Count and the Savage Dragon crossovers. Ooh, does that does that change your mind? I'm 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 a bit more enticed, but we'll see. Okay. All right. Well, uh, currently our contest is happening on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, you'll see the post. It's 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 on our Instagram. It's right now. It's the newest post. It's not going to fall too too far down down the list. Uh, but but again, it's for volumes one, two, and three uh, of the IDW comics uh it's a total of like 36 books um the contest will run between yesterday which was 925 and 108 uh we'll choose a winner on 109 uh and between now and then visit our instagram page to learn how to get entered it's super easy and hopefully you win 
Yeah, I would like to do uh, uh, an art contest. An art contest? Well, yeah, we'll like a shellheads art contest. Oh no, we don't need a shellheads art contest. Yeah, we do. No, yeah, we, we don't. Don't 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 think that. We don't need that. No, 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 we don't. Need yeah, that. we don't. Hey, need that. why are you whispering? Hey, don't do that. No, no we don't. Need Maybe Do one it. day. Maybe one contest at a time. Do it, people. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what are what are you going to be up to? Well, Sergio, uh, I'm going to be at the Warp Zone Arcade, uh, Burnham, Mississippi's premier arcade, uh, where we offer a uh, little bit of retro, a little bit modern uh, games for people to play and enjoy by the hour. Uh, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, hundreds of games, uh, Neo Geo, Arcade Cabinet. We've been rocking the original Metal Slug 1 recently, and uh, I introduced some new people to that recently, so they've been enjoying that. Um, we're also on uh, on Twitch. Um, streaming's kind of up and down here and there, but you know we're getting back to it. Um, and, uh, you can find us on threads. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook. If you, if you guys are not following us already, please do. Uh, you can keep up with everything that we're doing. Um, we also do retro game restoration, uh, cleaning cartridge games and, and old school systems, uh, and parties, events, all kinds of stuff. Um, and if you're in the area, come by, say hi, and uh, game with us for uh, a while. Uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, and where can we find you, Sergio? Uh, well, uh, there are a few things in the idea hopper over at Reality Breached. Nothing that I'm comfortable talking about yet. Uh, but football season just started, and we have one more extra episode of Downset Drip coming next week sometimes we're supposed to record it this week so maybe next week i don't know but uh until i announce something else that's where you can find me is here on shellheads and on downset drip make sure to follow shellheads on both of our uh our uh social accounts that's facebook shellheads podcast and instagram shellheads podcast there's also a threads out there there's not much on it but it's out there in case that decides to become a huge thing and that's pretty much it that's episode 125, Jeff. Yeah. Those, those first 25 of the 100s like, just flew by. It's, it's really hard to believe that we've been doing this for that long. Yeah, yeah. And, and I really enjoyed doing that bonus episode last week, so we've got to find more people to interview. We've got to. Yeah, well, we start can. Ca- start calling in fer- f- favors, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, but, but hey man, I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're Shellheads.
Don't miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast. Visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.